1: Anarchy! Anarchy! No wonder
2: nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate.
3: Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day so far. Check out my YouTube channel. I gotta tell you, last night's live stream was the biggest one that I've done yet. So, it's making me feel good. It's just showing that my channel is growing every single day. If you don't know what my schedule is, I do my audio podcast. I usually try to have that up by like 1, 2 o'clock at the latest. Sometimes it's up even earlier. But then around 7, I did it at 8 o'clock last night. Last night was my best night that I've ever had. So I'm, I'm thinking I might start doing 8 o'clock. But please do me a favor. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, you're going to be alerted to any new uploads because the Tuttle Daily Podcast is now available on my YouTube channel. But I also have the nightly live stream. Now, if you've already subscribed, you guys have already helped me word of mouth grow the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Let's do the same thing with my YouTube channel. Tell your friends, family, loved ones, co-workers, whoever it may be, subscribe because they don't want to miss out on all the great content. If you've been following the news, Texas. Texas was colder than mother Alaska at some point last week, and they were so unprepared. I don't know if a lot of you guys don't know this, but Texas is not on the federal power grid, and they just were not prepared for this. I would be outraged because I'm hearing some of these people were getting $9,000 electric bills during this deep freeze that they had. Now, a lot of these pipes froze. They burst. And now that since everything has thawed out, These apartment buildings are just absolutely getting flooded. And this one black lady is mad as hell.
1: Guess what we came back to, y'all. Our whole apartment is fucking flooded, y'all.
3: That sound of water that you're hearing in the background, it's not because that this lady is visiting Niagara Falls, no. The water is coming through the roof. The water is coming down the walls. Everything is absolutely destroyed because their local government, their state government, just was like, ah, we don't need to prepare for cold. Yeah, they came back to bite them in the ass.
1: It's water coming from the motherfucking ceiling because somebody fucking pipes burst upstairs. Y'all, look at the motherfucking water. Look at the motherfucking water! With
3: the statement I'm about to make, I don't want you to think I am un-American at all. I still think we are the greatest country in the world. We are the only superpower. But how can we be considered a superpower when our infrastructure, our government is not prepared? Things are falling apart all around us. And this has been a going theme that I've been talking about. You just don't know what people are going through. And this woman is going through it. Going through it harder than anybody that I have ever heard. She's got a family. Her kids are there with her. Her whole life is gone. Because their local government, state government, was basically like, eh, fuck the people. Our whole fucking
1: apartment. Y'all. Our whole fucking apartment. Our whole apartment. Look at the... Y'all, I cannot believe this. I cannot. Y'all, I cannot believe it. I can't believe this shit. I can't. Y'all, look. Bitch, it's motherfucking puddles of water, y'all.
3: I love radio. I love audio. But what you can't see is her husband in the background. And when a woman is mad as hell like this, the worst thing you can do is try to comfort her. Because she just wants to be mad. She just wants to be pissed. And this guy knows it. This guy is on top of his game because he is being quiet. You just need to let this bitch blow her top like a volcano and just let it all go. Because... The, anything you say right now, as a husband, as a boyfriend, as a man, you're gonna get caught in the crossfire if you try to step in and comfort her.
1: It's puddles of water. Y'all, I I can't fucking believe it. I <laughs>
3: I like to call out a lot of videos for just being fake, for people wanting to be TikTok famous. But do you wanna know how this is real? When you hear a woman laugh, cry, that, that's like, things are so bad. Things are so fucked up. The thing that you, The only thing you can do is laugh and cry about it at the same time. Listen to this laugh, cry. And I feel so bad for these people because this is not the only family going through what they're going through. <laughs>
1: Y'all, everything, our whole. Of- I can't believe it. I can't, be- I can't believe this shit. I can't believe this shit, dog. We in freezing fucking temperature. We ain't got no fucking water. It's no heat. It's nothing. And now we ain't got shit. Everything that we brought here, we don't have nothing, y'all.
3: One of the other sad things about this freeze. And I know what I'm about to say is very callous. But there were a couple of families that actually died because of carbon monoxide poisoning. Because they didn't have heat and they thought it would be a good idea to get in their car. Not even pull it out of the garage. Not even open up the garage door and leave their car running so they could get in the heat. How do people not know that that is going to kill you? I uh, it's almost like natural selection. If I'm just being honest, I'm not... look, it's sad that those people died. But come on. How do you not know that, it, that you cannot sit in a car with the car running, the heat on, enclosed in your garage? It's just going to lead to disaster.
1: Nothing. Now, what if we didn't have nowhere to go and we would have been just here? We would have been flooded in this bitch. Y'all, I cannot believe this shit, dog. And
3: finally, before I go to break, I want to leave on kind of... Well, I mean, it's not a funny note, but just to show you how cold it was in Texas, this black guy is walking down the sidewalk and he finds a possum that was trying to climb a chain link fence. And this possum froze while trying to climb this fence.
1: Couldn't, fucking possum. That bitch trying to climb up the fence and got his stupid ass froze, Couldn't. Look at this ball, cudden. Man, I wonder if that ball gonna come pop back up when he thought.
3: Now, I know a lot of you guys are probably thinking that was a dumb comment to say, oh, I wonder if he's going to pop up after he thaws out. Have you guys ever seen any of the stories where people have fallen through ice and icy water and they had been under for maybe 15, 20 minutes and you would think, wow, they're definitely dead. But I don't know if you know this, whenever you get cold, your body kind of slows down, your heart rate slows down, you're not needing as much oxygen to keep your body going. So there have been cases where people have done it. But when I tell you this possum, it, it's, it's a possum popsicle. That's exactly what it is. I'm going to play this audio one last time before I go to break. But when I come back, I'm going to be interviewing a real life shaman. Couldn't
1: fucking possum. That bitch trying to climb up the fence and got his stupid ass froze. could look at this ball. could Man, I wonder if that boy gonna come pop back up when he thought. He's a
3: nerd? I've only been arrested one time.
0: A radio personality?
3: Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in.
0: And hot talk satirizer? You would
3: think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African American or a minority.
0: Do you have something you want to say? Hey, what kind of preacher is you? Leave Tuttle a voicemail.
1: Because you're kind of ignorant.
0: Especially if you think he's being an asshole. no nigga, bitch. Will your hurtful comments offend Tuttle? No, baby. Call the show at 407-270-3044. No,
1: baby.
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh I am actually I've been looking forward to this interview for a while. And now I'm I'm concerned I might butcher the last name here, but Hank Setala.
2: Right? Did I get yep. it right? Yep, you got it. Setalah.
3: Setala, Setala. Now that I now that I Setala. Hank, how are you
2: today, buddy? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on.
3: No, no. Well, I I was looking forward to this. Now they call you a shaman, correct? That's uh, correct. Now, before we get into that, I want to get into the definition of a shaman. But tell people about yourself. Tell people where they can find you and all your content.
2: Yeah. So, like I said, my name's Hank Settle, and my website is just my name, so it's h a n k s e t a l a dot com, and you can find links to all my YouTube things and podcasts on on my website. Uh, And I do basically my my passion and my goal is to help everyone find their own unique voice in this world and develop the confidence to express that voice without fear of judgment from others or judging themselves.
3: Now, when I worked at Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando, we used to have a guest, a weekly guest called Eddie the Shaman. And, and I always felt better. We had, him, he, we had him come in on Friday. He would talk to us. And you just couldn't help but be in a good mood around him. What is a shaman? Like when I think shaman, I think of like the, the medicine doctor of a tribe or something.
2: Yeah, Well, the word shaman actually derives from one specific tribe in the Siberian region of Russia. And then just as anthropologists were studying indigenous traditions, they lumped all native traditions under shamans. So it's more specifically, I'm um, what they would call a Paco, which is a Peruvian tradition. It means nature mystic. So all, um, all Pacos are shamans, but not all shamans are Pacos, if that makes sense.
3: Oh, oh, OK, man, that sounds interesting. Now. How do you help people like if people are going to go to your website, what type of people are going to your website?
2: Well, anyone that is looking for um, actualizing their higher self or actualizing their highest potential in this world or people that just need healing. I work with people from all walks of life, whether it's mental
3: healing, mental healing, healing or,
2: or, or physical healing, mental or physical. Well, we work on all levels, body being and beyond. And though I'm not a medical doctor, I've seen people have tremendous physical benefits from a healing session.
3: Now, so but but the mental part, you know, with everything that people are going through uh with this pandemic right now. Um I've dealt with mental illness in my life. I I'm no longer on any of the psychotropic drugs anymore. And I feel better than I've ever felt before, you know. Um I I I know it sounds weird. I used to think that stretching and yoga and breathing techniques we're, we're like, you know, mumbo jumbo type stuff, but it really does help. Is there anything like that uh, when it comes to being a shaman, you know, kind of controlling and being control of your
2: mind and body? Yeah, there's a lot of different exercises that can be done. And besides being a shaman, I have dozens of modalities on my belt from Reiki to NLP, Um, all kinds of different things. So I've heard Reiki. I've heard Reiki. What? what, Explain Reiki, please. Yeah, Reiki is a Japanese word. It means God guided life energy or source guided life energy. If people don't like the God word and basically uh, people who are tuned to Reiki, they are merely a vessel like a hollow bone to flow energy from source to the client without a point of view about what is being worked on. It's just for the client's highest and best.
3: Are you a believer like in astrology, like people that do tarot cards, stuff like that? Because I, I've been running into a lot of people that are into that type of stuff. And I um I, like I once again, like I said, wasn't a believer in stuff. And maybe I still don't believe it, but I think it helps people out. Do, do you understand what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I'm actually a certified a, a basic astrologer. I don't do that kind of work often, so I have to look up a lot of information. But I think of astrology like the autopilot of the universe. And my one astrology teacher gave the example of Pinocchio, people that are unconscious or aren't acting with consciousness in their choices that they're reacting through life instead of responding then they're way more subjected to the influence of the planetary energies. But once you become conscious, just like Pinocchio, there's no strings to hold you down. Just because there's an influence of an energy doesn't mean you have to act on
3: it. Yeah, I always thought, and I'm not trying to be a shock jock or anything. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever, if you've ever like watched Disney movies, there's like, how did they get away with some of this stuff? Like, you know, like little kids are supposed to be a Bambi. Bambi had to watch his mom get her head blown off and 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 just all this other stuff. But I mean, if you think about it, like Geppetto, like you would like, all right, this old man's trying to create a a, a real boy or or a puppet or whatever. It's like, ooh, it looks a little weird, you know, with all the pedophilia going on in the Catholic Church and stuff. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. No, it's tangents are fine. I hope I didn't offend you with that. But I mean, like uh Disney movie, Song of the South. Do you remember that one? Like Br'er Rabbit and all that stuff? It's like, Jesus, Disney, what were you doing? Oh, another one, 101 Dalmatians. Cruella DeVille was trying to make a jacket out of uh, puppy, Dalmatian puppies. <laughs> I, I don't understand if people even think about that type of stuff.
2: Yeah, I think that a lot of those things desensitize us from i seeing it in the everyday world. When things are in movies like that, we've gained a huge distance from that being in reality because it's it's made in Hollywood and people kind of get desensitized to that happening in the actual world around them.
3: OK, so I'm, I'm glad you bring that up. OK, and I, I know that you you might not know anything about this, but I've, I've talked about this a lot on my show. Americans live sheltered lives. OK, yeah, we have a lot of violence in our country, but not to the point where you see some of the horrors that you see in Mexico or South America or any of these other third world countries. And you're talking about getting desensitized uh, the Americans need for gore and violence. Those websites that are out there now, people, they, they, they actively search for that type of stuff. And, and I just don't understand it.
2: You know, what I think it might stem from is we have a tendency to seek out what has traumatized us. So if there was violence in the past, if there was childhood abuse or violence that was subject to somebody. I've I've gone through
3: childhood trauma, so, you know, it does affect you like, you know, like. Not trying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead and finish. I I apologize.
2: No, it's it's quite all right. I understand with the internet and everything, there's lag and stuff like that. So we never intend to talk over each other. But when you have like a a big wound from childhood and you cover it up and you might not even remember it, you sometimes will start to seek that out because it's almost like an inner desire to bring that up so it can be healed.
3: Do you believe? Like, I don't think we will ever, as humans fully understand the human brain but i do believe that the brain is so like magnificent that it does block those things out you know um it protects you because if you didn't have that protection it would drive you to madness at some point i think it
2: would yeah, I think as a child that doesn't have resources, the brain would do something like that to protect you. But at the same time, those are wounds that will start to play out in your reality. Oh, so, it did for me. Right. So and I had abuse as well. And so basically um, things were being recreated in my reality. And it wasn't until I said, hey, why does this keep showing up? Like, what what is it that did you th- I th- did need you think to heal? Did you think it
3: wasn't real? Did you Did you think it wasn't real? What happened?
2: Yeah, I wasn't. Well, I, I'm quite certain now through the work that I've done, but like you just didn't, you don't really have, it, it's, it's almost like a, a dream or something from a bad reality show when there's an abuse like that. It's like, am I just making this up? Am I really remembering what I'm remembering? And that, mm. you know, it, it, it's really hard to deal with that because you, you start guessing if it was even something that occurred, but you still have to plow through it. Even whether it's real or not, doesn't matter. You're remembering it. It is the way that your brain is framing what needs to be healed. So the story isn't as important as the willingness to identify, yes, okay, it was trauma. The specifics don't matter. Let's work through it now.
3: What about what about soldiers that sacrifice so much to, to defend our country, the horrors that they have to see? You know, they have to do things that maybe that they wouldn't do in their civilian life. And I'm not saying it gets easier, but. They you know, people talk about, you know, serial killers, they they always say the first kill was the hardest. okay, but then it got easier and easier and easier is 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 would that be considered being
2: desensitized? I would consider it being desensitized, and people in the military that do things like that, I, when they come back and they're no longer the military, I think we fall really short of giving them the support to work through and being okay with those things. So there's a lot of tools, even uh, there's an organization called MAPS, and they've been doing clinical studies on like uh, MDMA, for example. That it's oh, I love great-
3: ecstasy. Ecstasy is amazing.
2: Well, but it's used in clinical settings too. that when they talk about the story and they talk about the things that they Mm. were having to do, that it takes to charge off the memory. The memory might be there, but it takes the charge off of it where they're still living in that time and space.
3: Once again, I'm not trying to shock jock, but (laughs) I mean, sex is great on it, but I can never complete if you know what I'm saying on it. I don't know what that is. So I'm not trying to be gross or anything. Listen, we all experiment with stuff. I mean, we we all do. Look, I we've all done dumb stuff. I'm so I'm sober now a year and a half sober. Um, What are your thoughts on marijuana Uh, when it comes to treatment? You know, because what what I'm what I'm saying is, you know, tobacco and alcohol kills more people than i can't even tell you if there's even any marijuana related deaths maybe somebody driving and getting into an accident but i've never seen or heard of anybody overdosing from marijuana um my mom my mom's got her medical card and it's helped her i i i think it's so much better more natural and more cleaner than alcohol and tobacco
2: yeah i Think it has a lot of medicinal benefits, but from the shamanic perspective, it is an amazing teacher plant. And when if you're just using the the herb for the purpose of medicinal things, you're having a chemical experience. But there's ways that you can wake up the medicine in ceremony and then have an entirely different experience with that teacher plant. Do
3: so, shamans talking about that, like, um, you know, I listen to Joe Rogan a lot and he talks about DMT. Have you ever heard anything about DMT?
2: Yeah, I they call it the. Well, dep- there's a couple of different types of DMT, but I have heard of it. Yeah.
3: Have you ever thought about trying it or have you ever?
2: Well, I may or may not have actually tried it. It's like the God molecule. It gives you the ability to, depending on the type, they last okay. different amounts of time. But they it gives you the ability to have a good.
3: We're, we're, talk, we're talking in parody here. So, you know, nobody gets in trouble. But you know, <laughs> right. and none of this is real. This is all just theater of the mind. Um, what's the experience like?
2: It's different for everyone. And if you sometimes like the, some people can't even get to the space, Like depending, like if it's smoking DMT, it might only be like a 15 minute type of thing. And some people have a lot of trouble breaking through what you would call like the threshold into the other side and whatnot. But if Mm -hmm. one makes it, all I could say is it might be like all of reality just happening all at once, but through the form of vibration and sound
3: wow oh i'm glad see man you just gave me the perfect segue um i don't know why as of late i have been running into a lot of what you would say hippie chicks type deal ones that are into you know terra astrology and i met this one girl this one woman that and I thought it was crazy at first, but it was one of the best experiences I ever had. She had like this kit of tuning forks, okay? And it was almost like a sound therapy. Like she like she had both of them. She would she found the right uh tuning fork for me, and and two of them, and then would bring them, put them around my ears, and then on joints and stuff, like not mm-hmm. touch me or whatever but I could actually feel it. it. Am I just imagining stuff or, no. or.
2: Well, you do know, I call myself the sonic shaman because I do sound healing. I have over 500 different tuning forks. So I could talk as much as you want on sound. What what, what,
3: what is the science? What is the science behind it? Because it was one of the greatest experiences that I've had. And I know, and, and I thought it was going to be stupid, but I was just, <laughs> you know, I was going to humor the person, but. It was one of the most like connection that I had with that person. That person was showing me attention. Uh, it just I could I, I connected with the person. Does that does that sound weird or not?
2: No, it's the sounds create the space where you have better connection with people for sure. And depending what fork specifically she was using, the science might be a little bit different. But in general, um, different combinations create a cellular response in your body called puffing, which is a release of nitric oxide, not nitrous oxide, like the dentist uses, but nitric oxide. Oh, and I that- want some of that. <laughs> right. Give me some of that. But uh, it goes through the the system and it's good for pain. It's good for circulation. It's good for all kinds of things. But then on a metaphysical level, it creates sacred geometry in the water molecules of your body. They've shown this through acoustic levitation just to nerd out scientifically. So it balances things. If you've heard of chakras or other energy centers like meridians, it Mm -hmm. works both on the physical body, but then on the other things that are beyond the physical as well.
3: What about... ASMR. Have you like looked into this at all? Like it, why, why are so Because everybody's ASMR crazy now, you know, like the whispering and talking. Is it, is it more of the sound or somebody like giving you attention, close attention, or I, I don't know what, what's, what, what is about that?
2: I haven't looked too much into it, but my co-host for one of my podcasts The crazy shamans. He's doing like, these videos and people are commenting for that very purpose. And they're, they're, he's not trying to cater to them at all. It's just his voice is naturally low and soothing. So I, I think it's just something about the comfort and the nurturing, but I haven't really looked into it much to understand like the the science okay. behind it.
3: Hank, the video, and I know it's gonna make me sound like a big weirdo when I tell you this, but I have this one video that helps me go to sleep every night. Okay, it is a Scottish soccer announcer, um, older guy, and he is doing a video, and they got him mic'd up so well. Like I see, I'm I I've worked in radio all my life, so I'm I love sound. I I I love. Or sound to be just as great crisp and clear, you know, um, and it's just him showing you how to make a sandwich a sandwich <laughs> hank and he any he, and he's going into details talking about it and the accent and just the way he talks and and it pits me to sleep every single night. It's only a six minute video, but I it, it it helps me out. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I know it sounds stupid of having a, a, a Scottish football slash soccer announcer t- t- talk about making a sandwich.
2: You know, there's one thing that I I might be able to speak to that about. There's a modality called NLP, which stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. So when you were trying to go to sleep and you played just this random video, we would call that a pattern interrupt. So you interrupted what normal you're doing that doesn't allow you to fall asleep. And then you fall asleep and then you use it every night. So now it's become an anchor for you. So like you built momentum from the original interrupt to be able to fall into that sleep space.
3: Now, this is something that I've noticed. And maybe it's just me, though talking about being desensitized though uh it hasn't happened yet with the soccer announcer sandwich making video but uh, other videos that I really really loved after listening to them for for uh a certain amount of time I don't get the same effect from it it's almost like a drug like you build up a tolerance to it it is does does that sound weird
2: well, I, that could possibly happen too. But but what I would invite you to do is really set the intention that I'm using this for an anchor. And when I hear this thing, that creates a space for me to fall asleep. And if you continue to reinforce the anchor, the likelihood of it being desensitized will, will definitely lessen or not even happen at all.
3: Yeah, because it, it pisses me off. I find the perfect <laughs> video. Like, here, I'll give you an example of the video that I did. Um, I know this is going to sound weird. I love getting an eye exam because i wear glasses getting an eye exam and and you know this this guy did a video and it just him you know reenacting doing an eye exam you know the sound the clicking you know the light all that stuff combined i absolutely love it now People think I'm a weirdo when I do that. They're like, oh, you're getting turned on or it's a sexual thing. But it's not like, dude, you get what I'm saying, right? Like when, when I when I explain this to people, people are like, oh, you're getting turned on or this is a sexual thing. But it's not, though.
2: If it's just something that you like, it's just something you like. Even Sigmund Freud said sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. It's not necessarily meaning something is is off or skew with it.
3: Hank. Give me some things that people can do right now that are cooped up, maybe because of the pandemic, they're in lockdown, that they can do. Simple things to just reset, put things into perspective.
2: Well, reading books that are uplifting is one thing, like one of my favorite books is being you changing the world by Dr. Dane here, which is an access consciousness book. But aside from things that you can do, like from listening to things, just breathing exercises, I'm actually in a six week intensive right now for doing breathing exercises and the breath always brings you back to center and can help you become more aware of your surroundings.
3: I have panic attacks, and I use this one it's the um it's the too quick breathe in and then the the uh, it's good here i'll I'll see if you can pick it up i go yeah. I do that three times, and it's kind of like a reset it's like a hard reset button like you do with your iphone or something and it and and it kind of helps me and 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 once again, I used to think that it was just mumbo jumbo. <laughs> bullshit, but it does work. I don't know why. I really don't care. I just know that it works.
2: Yeah, uh, that is a, a common breathing exercise. I think I even remember that one being in like a Back to the Bell episode way back one for Lamaze. It was like, or something like that. Um, I mean, if it helps women also, yeah, push out a
3: baby out of a small opening uh, <laughs> yeah, guide, yeah then, it, then, then it should be good for me when I'm having a panic attack about thinking about my impending death or something, you know, like uh, it's,
2: it's, it's crazy. But anybody who's having a panic attack, pick any breathing exercise. When I started my meditation practice years ago, before I would start, I would always take three deep breaths. And now if I get knocked off center while I'm shopping or I'm on a phone call or something like that, three deep breaths. And I'm right back as though I had just done an hour of meditation. So it's picking something that set an anchor when you're going to be relaxed and then using that when you need it.
3: I have tried meditation, but the way my brain, my brain is always busy. It's always busy. And when I try meditation, I'm thinking about not thinking about stuff. So I'm actually thinking about something. And does it, does that make sense? Like I, am yeah. I overthinking things or, or what?
2: Well, sometimes meditation will bring up boulders or it will bring up things to be healed. And the ego desperately tries to distract and your mind will go a million and one different places so that those things underneath don't come up. And so the important thing with meditation is to let the thoughts just drift like a cloud through the sky, pay them no attention, bring yourself back to the center, and then just, you know, continue that process. And it gets easier over time. It took me probably a year before I could consistently just be still and silent. And I still get thoughts coming up, but even after all that practice.
3: Now, when you meditate, you know, you see that stereotypical pose where you're you sitting Indian style or whatever. A lot of people don't feel comfortable that way. Like, I mean, can you just meditate laying flat on your back, being relaxed in a bed or like, I don't know. Or do you have to be in that
2: no there's benefits for being in different poses for like energy running for meridians and pressure points like well, how they hold their fingers are all for relaxation and things but do what's comfortable sit lay down the only thing is if you're going to fall asleep try to do your meditation in the morning because oftentimes if you try to meditate when you go to bed you're just going to fall asleep and not meditate
3: yeah the the phones i i think the mobile phones are are what it,
2: what is keeping people
3: from falling asleep Because I think of things all day, like I try to learn new things every single day and I write them down in my notepad. And right before I go to bed, I get on my phone and Google and research. And then the next thing I know, it's like 230 in the morning and then I'm like, shit, I can't go to bed now.
2: Yeah, and I have a well, oh, just yeah, being stimulated right up until you fall asleep is one thing, but just the electronics in general. I did a whole episode on five G, uh, with um, my holistic health and healing podcast with Dr. K. She's like a functional medicine doctor, so Doctor Meets Shaman. It's always a fun conversation. Do you believe
3: Do you believe five G is dangerous?
2: I believe it's definitely another energy that's impacting us, whether or not it's dangerous, time will tell. But if you have that in your house, like she even recommends, like unplug your wireless if you can, when you go to sleep to minimize all the EMF waves, all the electronic waves, and just look to get the most restful sleep possible. Just try it and see if you have a better sleep or not. And if you do, it's not a big deal to unplug that in the at night and plug it back in in the morning.
3: Hank. Hank, man, I really appreciate this interview. I hope you enjoyed it as well, too. You know, um, I've just been really, really busy. I've been stressed out. I got a lot of stuff on my plate right now and and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you. like I look, I'm not one of those people that are gonna be like, "Oh, that's bullshit. I'm not gonna try it. Like I'll try anything to be able to help me get through. The bad times, because like I said, I'm off of all those psychotropic meds now when I was on them. I never was truly happy, but I was never truly depressed either, right? Because I was diagnosed uh, bipolar manic depressive. And and now that I'm off of those medicines, yes, I have really shitty days, but I get to enjoy the real enjoyment, though, too. When I have the good days, I can actually enjoy them.
2: But that's wonderful, and I have to be honest. When I when you we first connected to do the interview, I looked you up, and I'm like, "Wow, what am I getting myself into?" But I saw that you had been sober, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to do it because I felt 100 percent that you were legit wanting to." No, I
3: well, I tried to commit suicide in 2019. Wow, well, I'm glad you're still around. And you know that was my wake up call because when I was in there, they they did not treat me uh, us as Americans. We do not. Take mental illness serious enough. OK, um, yeah, I, I I'm a firm supporter of the Second Amendment. I don't think the guns are the problems. It's mental illness for people to do those type of things. Now, I will say they're just e- or are evil people. But for these people to go in and mass kill a bunch of people, they have to be mentally disturbed. And when I was in the hospital, well, in the psychiatric ward, they really don't treat you. Their only job is to make sure that you do not try to harm yourself. And before I went in, I was only on two pills, but these mother effers had me on eight pills a day plus an injection. I don't even know what the hell it was. I didn't know if I was coming or going, but I knew at that point I was like, once I get out of here, I'm getting off of everything. Uh, I will say getting off of those psychotropic meds was the hardest withdrawal symptoms that I have ever had in my life, even more than alcohol.
2: Wow. Yeah, In the mental health system, it's just so overtaxed. I I have a business partner. Their son really needs to to be in for like an inpatient thing because of the space that they're in. But until you actually do something to harm yourself or another – you can't even get a space. It's like a long waiting list. And if they let everybody come in that does actually need help, the system would break because we don't treat it. No, we enough. don't. We, 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 we don't. don't take it seriously enough to adequately staff the need that is really there for helping people.
3: No, they want to they wanna throw pills down your throat. And I, I actually think they cause more problems. Now, I'm not saying that they don't work for some people, but I was on a bad mixture. And I think that's what my problem was. And plus drinking on top of that, and other drugs and stuff, um, yeah man i could I could go on and on talking with you hank and and i I would love to have you on again, uh and if you ever want to have me on your show to tell my story and stuff i'm I'm more than down for that. Um, tell people once again how they can find out any of your content.
2: Yeah, one final thing, based on what you said, the last problem, too, is the system, medical system, mental system, they only treat like the body, they're not treating like the whole being, and that is like a huge problem. But people can find out about me on my website, it's just H A N K S E T A L A H-A-N-K-S-E-T-A-L-A.com, or thesonicshaman.com, it's under maintenance, but that might be easier for people to remember, uh, so they don't have to spell my name.
3: Um. Are are you? So you're on social media and stuff. Follow me, and I'll follow you back. Um, uh, because you're the type of person that I need in my life. Um, you know, I had a, I had a great person, and I'm actually about to interview him in the next couple of days. He's a uh, wrestler, um, Mark Marrow, and he, uh, you know, after he got out of wrestling, now he goes around and talks to students at high schools, because the suicide rate because of bullying and stuff like that that's like his passion now he goes around and talks and he has this great saying is that you got people in your life are like elevators the ones that bring you up and the ones that bring you down and you have to cut those people out and you know i know it's a simple might be a corny saying but
2: it just makes sense You want to surround yourself with people who make you feel uplifted and are like mindset. And that when you look to be yourself, don't judge you for it. Because a lot of times we, you know, I have a saying just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. And I tell people before you share something. Well, that kind
3: of rhymes too, man. You need to, dude, you need to, you need to sell that to a marketing campaign or something.
2: It's an access tool. They already have it trademarked, I'm sure. But just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. And before you tell anyone anything, ask yourself. Will me sharing this be a contribution to what I'm looking to create, or will it detract? And you'll get the sense it'll feel heavier light. If it feels heavy, don't tell. Like because like sometimes it, it, it hurts uh, your your momentum when you tell the wrong people about things.
3: Yeah, but I share too much, buddy. Like I, I think that's why that I connect with my audience, because I'm an open book. You know, the day that I tried to commit suicide, I failed. I went into work an hour and a half later and talking about it on the air got me Baker acted. Okay. And I'm not mad at the people that did that, but the reason that I talked about it was one, I wanted to hold myself accountable. I wanted people to know what I did because in case I tried to do it again. And number two, I thought, what if there's somebody in my audience that, Is going through something and sharing my story may save their life or help them.
2: And for you, I think you're at the place of being in media as much, and I've learned this the hard way, too, that you have to get to the point where you realize it's none of your business what other people think about you. And then you can be as vulnerable as you want. You can share anything you want without that. But if you're not in that space, it's really important ask before you tell people, is this going to be a contribution or not? Because sometimes we get devastated by somebody's point of view about what we just told them. And then we never move forward with a dream or an aspiration.
3: Yeah. H- Hank, buddy, I, uh, I enjoyed this interview. And like I said, follow me on social media, Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E, and I'm going to give you a follow back. Um, but I want to have you on again. Tell people once again how they can find your stuff.
2: Yep, so the easy website is thesonicshaman.com, but everything, social media links and everything is on my main website, hanksetala.com, H-A-N-K-S-E-T-A-L-A.com.
3: All right, Hank, you're a wonderful person, and I enjoyed this interview. I, I appreciate it, and thank you so much.
0: From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp.
3: Man, maybe I would have way more
0: sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchuup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. All
3: right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. My next guest, if you are part of the Bubba Army or you listen to the Bubba the Love Sponge show, you probably heard him call in. You've probably heard some of his parody songs, and he's been on my show before. The one and only Dark Max Steve. What's up, man?
4: What's up, Tuttle? How's it going, dude?
3: Doing wonderful. How, how's your day?
4: Um, honestly, fucking stressful. I'm glad, uh, glad I'm done with work and uh, happy yeah. to be talking to you. What's up, bro?
3: So, what, what you don't have to say where, but like, what is it that you do?
4: Uh I'm actually a florist.
3: Mm, Stereo I mean you ever heard of stereotypes? You know? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, the, I'm just making jokes and that's all. You've been actually really, really killing it with parodies on Bubba's show. Um thanks, dude. Now like who do you send those to? Do you do you send those directly? Is it K Man, Blitz? Uh K. Yeah. I okay, Kate. now now, have you ever sent in a song that they're like, ah, nah, we're not interested?
4: Um, so you trying to get some heat here, Donald?
3: No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking because I've been behind the scenes and listeners will send in some stuff that they think is brilliant and you know, we'll be nice about it, but I, I'm just, I'm not saying I'm not trying to get heat. I'm just trying listen. I don't want anybody. See, that's you. the thing about it. You know, Stephen, back me up on this, please. Back me up on this. I don't know how long you've been listening to Bubba's show, but I think I've been cool as fuck yeah. this time around. Like, yeah. I've done nothing but stand up for Bubba. Now, I've talked shit about some people that are on his show, but I've not said one bad thing about Bubba. Yeah. Um, are you for know, the question or not? Or are we? No, just, wait, wait. Well, sorry, I'm I baked. Question, What was the question? Or, or did you just smoke a big fucking bowl or something before you got on? And you forgot. I asked, Have you ever sent a song oh, yeah. in that they have uh rejected? Like they're like, No, thank
4: Yes, uh, there's been a couple, understandably so, they got rejected. So I, I'm what, not what complaining. They, but...
3: Can you tell me? Can you give me an idea? Because were they about somebody, uh, in particular, and maybe that person is a pussy and that person gets his feelings hurt and he's a big fucking bitch. And he let another man run him off the job. Um, am I, am I hot or cold on that one?
4: Are you talking about, uh, 25?
3: Uh, okay. If you want to say 25, no. yeah. yeah
4: 25. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Um, No, I the songs were um, the songs were about like the first one was about Biden and the second one was about Biden and Kamala and partly about Hunter Biden. And there were lines about child porn and stuff like that.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, So definitely. Yeah. You got to be careful. You got to learn how to work. You got to you got to word things correctly. You just can't hammer them over the head with a sledgehammer or something. You got You got to get creative And you'll learn that, though. You will.
4: Oh, I was not defaming anybody. You can
3: they're all straight back. <laughs> but, but, but come on, Steve, though. You got to admit, uh, for somebody, does, for somebody that wouldn't know, you would say, oh yeah, that guy is like an Alex Jones, Mark or something.
4: Yeah, I've gotten that before. And I, I mean, I've, I've watched some of Alex's stuff, but I, I don't follow him. I, I like him, but I don't really like follow him.
3: Listen, I, I believe in absolute freedom of speech. But I just say let it rip. Like I, I, I really, really do. But you know, like I've never been that big conspiracy theory guy. And I and I talked about this for you. And and I wanted you to bring up one of the conspiracy theories that is intriguing you right now, that's piquing your interest.
4: Oh boy. All right. So um I guess We'll have to can I bring well, I
3: up know. something. Can 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 I bring up something without you getting offended? Like, like seriously, I haven't noticed this, but I mean, your microphone is really, really, are, are you just talking straight on your phone or like, because, yeah. okay. Because I've never noticed it. you're, you're kind of a lip smacker when you talk a little bit and I'm not saying it's a bad oh, yeah. thing. Like dude, does any, has anybody ever told you that? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to bust balls or whatever, but like I, it's just so clear and i can hear that and and i didn't you know I, did, I i i don't know like if you like i said you got a dry mouth or you're just trying to like hit on me or something <laughs> i don't know maybe a little of
4: both there Cuddle. <laughs> no i uh <laughs> i just hit the bowl again so maybe i got a little bit of cotton mouth cotton i've lot yeah. like i said i've had a stressful day so i'm like oh, dude yeah i'm Sucks, trying to man. trying to get through it but, um, All right,
3: so so so, I didn't mean to get off, and I wasn't trying to be a dick or anything, but like I was like, oh man, he he's got like a, it sounds like he's got a hungry mouth or something, but he's like, yeah,
4: I'm, <laughs> I always got a hungry mouth. I got little uh, fixation. <laughs> that's you, that's a whatever. Gay man for you.
3: I've already no whatever, bitch. I've already talked to you. You said you're a total top, so fuck it. So I'm just (laughs) busting balls. So, but let's get to the conspiracy theory stuff. Okay. What is the one that is piquing your interest (sighs) right now? Make me believe. Do not uh, try to make me believe without sounding like a complete lunatic, crazy person.
4: All right. So I guess (laughs) for me, it's not so much about making you believe because I after we get done talking, you can verify everything that I'm going to tell you. So, mm-hmm. so I don't want to use certain keywords that might make this too controversial. But there's no. There's hey, theories.
3: hey, 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 we're not yeah. on terrestrial radio. All right. I mean, don't go overboard with it because I got sponsors and shit as well, too. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm trying. To, yeah, I, I'm just trying to be careful. So, so, and this is recorded, so let it rip. If there's something bad, I'll fucking take it out.
4: Yeah, okay. All right, so there's, uh, everyone's heard.
3: Lip smack and, again.
4: Yeah, <laughs> everyone's heard of, um, well, no, probably not everybody, but a lot of people have heard of the theory involving, it's, it's the name of it is with Gates, and it starts with an Italian food. Oh,
3: Pizzagate. I yeah, Pizzagate. Gate. Okay, yeah, we've all we've already heard it. that. Yeah, we've okay. already heard Pizzagate. Is that true though? I, I mean Okay, well, this is,
4: this is the whole thing with Pizzagate. And I've even though some I don't know if you've seen any of my stuff talking about it, sometimes I'm like I get crazy and shot out talking about it, but I am kind of mm-hmm. careful with what I say to an extent mm-hmm. of like I don't I have opinions about certain stuff that I've seen, but I I try not to not to uh, miss. Do you consider
3: uh, yourself a conservative or a liberal or do you just go for the right person?
4: I just I I I wouldn't know. I guess libertarian. I mean, I, I don't try to put myself in a category. I because I'm very I'm just, pro free speech, pro gun. I don't care as the, much about the trans stuff, you know.
3: But I'm, I'm just asking because, I mean, you got to understand. You know, you're pro Trump and I'm not saying Trump is anti-gay, but for the most part, the conservatives did not want gay marriage. And and it always kind of confused me a little bit there. What,
4: with me uh, supporting Trump or the conservatives?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I bring up. Um, I I'm not sure
4: exactly how I feel about gay marriage exactly i don't
3: i don't necessarily wait, wait, whoa whoa you're about to blow my mind on this <laughs> all well, right so i all right here let's hit pizza gate first and then we'll get to that okay 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 well here's okay when it comes to the
4: Pizzagate gate stuff i i mean a lot of it is just it's really confusing and and there's just so many for the people that don't
3: for the people that don't know about Pizzagate, it just give a, a brief explanation about Pizzagate.
4: All right. Well, for Pizzagate, for me, it's like it's really a matter of just seeing certain patterns and asking certain questions. And and I'm not I don't want to necessarily accuse any. I mean, I make jokes and stuff about it, but I don't. Seriously. Just say
3: allegedly, just say allegedly yeah, this is uh, allegedly. What's going
4: on. Allegedly there are the basic scheme is allegedly there are elites involved in <laughs> I don't want to use the terms again, but moving children around and abusing children. That's that's basically moving so them from country to country and abusing them, perhaps.
3: So you so you can get a you a, a so you're basically saying it could basically be called pedophile pizza.
4: Something like that. Pedogate, pizza gate, whatever you want to call it. But that's mm-hmm. the, the main uh, conclusion of the theory is that these uh, these high-profile elites are abusing kids and trafficking kids. Now, I don't... Allegedly, I, all I say, allegedly, 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 saying, who,
3: what, allegedly, who, give me one name, allegedly, that is tied up with pizza gate.
4: Okay, well, the easiest one I was going to say to really when... look at is Tom Hanks. Then it sounds. Oh, insane. dude,
3: do not even say that. Tom Hanks is a goddamn American treasure, and that's you're, not, you're...
4: yeah, yeah, it's hard to believe. I, I know, I, I, hate it. You think I want to think that about Tom Hanks? You I just I watched I
3: goddamn Saving Private Ryan last night, and um, man, I hope that's not true.
4: I, you know, I hope it isn't too Tuttle, But I'll, I'll let me explain some of the stuff, some of the issues that we have with this whole thing, and you'll see that he really ha- he has some explaining to do. That's the main issue with me. So these people mm-hmm. have some explaining to do. What there's too much, too many red flags. So, I um the first thing I, I'll I can get to with is like um.
3: I saw. You're spinning yourself out, buddy. You're spinning yourself out on this. Well, no, it's and a. Bubble would say that. Bubble would tell you that you're spinning yourself out right now. Just. Well, that's because it's, it's difficult to explain
4: this shit. Okay, well, I'll get started with Mouthy Buddha did a, uh, a video explaining some of the Tom Hanks stuff. And from there, I found my own, some of my own evidence stuff that wasn't even in any documentaries or anything. So to start off, Tom Hanks post weird shit on his instagram like Um, all of his pictures you can go check it out for yourself like most of his pages is really weird pictures of lost gloves clothes like little kids clothes and mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it's you know people go crazy looking for patterns and stuff one person found that there's a search term that's not hidden but it's in the back of one of his pictures and it the term is src usa and if you type the src usa into the search engine yandex it will pull up not like you have to do a bunch of clicking to go through a back alley yandex will recommend child porn pictures for you to click on
3: wait That's- so what search engine is this
4: it's a yandex it's a, a russian search engine
3: Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm following you. I'm not making fun of you. I'm not making fun of you or anything. I, I well, want to for you. Yeah,
4: you, you got to hear the whole thing because I know what you'll hear each thing and you'll say, so what? But once, you know, let, let me explain further. So I see this, this guy explain this in this video and I was like, okay, I, yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. I don't know if it means anything, but if he's hiding stuff in his picture, stuff that you can just run through search engines, I should be able to go there and look for it. Maybe find some other stuff. So I. But why for the, would he
3: give himself away? You know, well, Tom. By, Hanks, that's, these people
4: communicate in code. They 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 have symbols in code and stuff oh, like that. Oh, he was
3: in the Da Vinci Code. Uh yeah, you know, that's he, yeah, Robert Langdon where it was all about symbols and codes and, and, and the, uh, the masons and all that stuff. Uh, You know what? Now you might have me believing Ron Howard might be mixed up into this whole thing as a director of all those movies. Allegedly.
4: Allegedly. Yes. So and again, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not trying to convince you or make you believe. I just, I just want to show you what I've seen and why I'm, why i feel unsettled with it so when i like i said i went to his page to look for something myself i was just like let me look for some post that just has a bunch of numbers and letters that i can just run through another Mm -hmm. search engine so i find first picture i fucking click on Tuttle. first picture is it's a the picture that has it's the back of a semi and there's a sign on the back of the semi that says something like without truckers we'd all be Homeless and naked or something like that. Homeless, hungry, and naked. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's there's a number that's edited onto the back of this truck. And if I could show it to you, I could prove it. But you can go look at it and zoom in on this number. It's like mm-hmm. 9003A. And if you Google that, that's the California Penal Code for Sex Offender Registration Management. And that gets into um who can manage sex offenders and deciding like what their punishment is and shit like that. It's, you know. Um
3: Okay. Well, I'm going to do some research on that. Now, one of the conspiracy theories that I know about that always interests me, what can you tell me about the Denver airport?
4: The Denver airport.
3: Oh, am I do Did I just throw one at you that you don't even know about? Like,
4: well, <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't feel any shame in it. Cause like I said, I, well, I don't know if I said this before here, but I don't feel as if I'm really a conspiracy person. Like I said, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just, just showing you. Just when we I get
3: have. off, how about this? Next week, let's me and you talk. And I want to hear just Google Denver Airport. And I want to get your full report because if you're into stuff and you believe in some of this stuff, which I do believe in some of it. I want to get your thoughts about the Denver airport.
4: What do they got? Bunkers under there? Aliens yes, and shit? Yes,
3: they do. And, and there's all these monuments, these murals of- like Okay, I think I have paintings. heard about this. Yeah. And the runways are in the shape of a swastika.
4: Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't remember that, but I the first part sounds vaguely familiar.
3: Uh, yeah, I would, I, I would love look to into hear more yeah. on that. Now uh let me get your honest opinion. On What's the up, Seth Cuddle? stuff. The Seth stuff, should I should I just back off and leave it alone? Because like I'm not like I'm kind of like standing up and defending Bubba, in my opinion. But maybe I don't know the whole story. Should I should I back off? That, wait, back off of what? Like the Seth comments. <laughs> you know, like, oh. like
4: Dude, I don't. I mean, I, I God, you got me, Tuttle. I would say, you know, whatever, dude. I, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd leave it alone.
3: No, but I let mean, me but ask that's, you. That's, all right, can you, I one last question? You. One last, one last question. Am I making some good points though?
4: Um,
3: be honest. If you if you, think, <laughs> if you don't think I am, then just tell me.
4: I, I can, I can sympathize with, with everyone. Well, I don't know the whole story with everything, but yes, I can, I can kind of sympathize with everybody here. You know, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I didn't know you were always nice to me.
3: I didn't know Um, you were running for political party. (laughs) Mayor. Didn't you hear? Yeah. Anyway, they cast her out. But but for real, though, can, can, you, can you just let them know, like, we've talked off the air. Can you let them know, like, I, I, I even off the air, I have not done nothing but defend Bubba. Like, seriously. If
4: you, yeah, I know. I, You've always said positive stuff to me about Bubba. I've never heard a bad thing about
3: Exactly. So, you know, because, like, you know, I talked about this last night. On my stream, and I'm hearing rumors, and I don't know if they're true. But do you have you heard anything about him getting paid to produce some of the Marks wannabe podcasts? Producing those,
4: um, I think I know what you're referring to. I like uh, Larry Bueller or somebody, a <laughs> Bueller, something like yeah. that.
1: You, yeah, you I don't, you don't, you went don't
4: like to work for a fan or something. You,
3: you don't, you don't think that's a big slap in the face.
4: Oh, I've heard a lot of people discussing this puddle. I, um, I really, I want to think it's it isn't a slap in the face. I don't know. You know, I think there's there could be stuff behind the scenes that.
3: But has uh, been. Uh, but and, but but I will say this, Bubba. Bubba has been very cool. Like even if even if yeah, everything's yeah. true, Bubba has not bad Seth at all. He has it. yeah, and I don't think he will because Bubba has changed in a good way.
4: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um,
3: but that is I, a, if that is true. If that is true, and he left a show to go work for a listener of the show that you worked for, that is some of the most disrespectful shit that I have ever seen in my life. I'm sorry.
4: I mean, I I guess you could take it that way, dude. I don't know if he's just, you know, if the opportunity was that good or if he was trying to. Slap would he him have in that opportunity?
3: But be would he have that opportunity if it wasn't for Bubba?
4: Well, uh, if I mean, I guess not. If if Larry Bueller found him through uh, found Seth through the Bubba show, then I I guess not. But I you know I think and people, people you know you, and, you, a, and
3: and you want me to be honest. Everybody thinks I'm a yeah. part of that uh, bone crew. That Bubba has hired. I worked with Bubba starting in 2010 before the Bone was even a talk station. So they can all yeah. suck my dick on that one.
4: I don't remember uh, what. When did it go all talk? Uh 2012. What year was? It? 2012?
3: 2012.
4: Okay.
3: Yeah. You know this. This <sighs> conversation is going to get a, Is going to be a heat getter, right? Yeah. You know, I'm just. I'm just telling you. I'm giving you a heads up. I can already tell. <laughs> It's gonna be a heat hitter.
4: Yeah, well, that's that's your territory, isn't it, Tuttle?
3: Hey, man, listen, I love Bubba to death. I want to work with him again, but I just yeah. gotta voice my opinion. I I gotta be true to the game, like Bubba says. And I I called it from the beginning. Seth treated that show as a placeholder. Um. If I would have walked out of the studio like he did, oh, it would have been curtains for me. If I would have called, no called, no showed, it would have been the end of me. So I'm just saying, Bubba rolled out the red carpet for one Seth Kush. And if he left to go work for a goddamn motherfucking Mark, I'd be pissed. But Bubba's being cool about it. So
4: how about Joe Biden, eh? Yeah, whatever. Stop changing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good.
3: All right. I'm going to let you go. I can tell I'm making you uncomfortable.
4: I just don't want to. I don't want to get in the middle of it, Tuttle. You know, I, I I'm trying to respect Neither do everybody. I,
3: man. I am a nice guy. I am a nice guy, but everybody wants it. It's like I got a sign that says, fuck with me. I'm a pussy. Did you see my stream the other day that I was doing where that drunk old man came in and interrupted me?
4: Uh, no, I haven't seen that one yet.
3: Are you even subscribed to my yet? podcast? Are you even subscribed? Yeah, to- yeah,
4: dude, I've been so busy. It was just Valentine's Day. I haven't. I barely. Had what did you any get your boyfriend?
3: Off. What What do What do gay men do? Or do Do they buy each other Valentine's Day presents?
4: Give him that rosebud.
3: <laughs> God damn No,
4: it. You, well, yeah, I would. I'm, I'm a hope. Are you in the prolapse?
3: Are you in the or something? Like, I mean, Pro- Prolapsis? Yeah, like you know, like you know, you've seen some. I listen. I've seen some sick, twisted shit. And I'm talking about the the women or the dudes that have just taken it in the number two hole. Uh, so many times that that the insides are coming out. That's uh, what I call prolapse.
4: I'm not. I'm no. I'm not into anything like, no,
3: no. <laughs> I you do know I have an ass clip, right? I well, I call it an ass clip. I have a hem- I have a hemorrhoid right above my anus, <gasps> right on the. T- you did you just drop something because I talked about my ass clip? <laughs>
4: You just made yeah, you just made me drop my headphones. I, I went into shock for a second. Sorry. No,
3: I it's a just a big joke. I have a hemorrhoid from when I was an iron worker sitting on top of the steel all the time. And, oh, you know, yeah. a lot of iron a lot of iron workers get them. And I got one directly, like dead center crack of my ass above the anus, and I was like, I might as well start calling it my ass clip.
4: That's that's a good name. Does it is it irritate you, Tuttle? Does it hurt?
3: If I go like number two a lot and I wipe, yeah, it does get irritated. But for the most part, it's it's pretty cool. I let it ride. I don't have the insurance. So <laughs> it's fuck cool, it. Huh? Did you name it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes when I get bored, it's kind of like a fidget spinner, you know. I, I just reach back there and like flick it around a little <laughs> bit a few times and that's about it.
4: Flicking the bean. Well, I was yeah. gonna say on a serious note, I um I've had that before. I have a friend that had one of those before and my boyfriend has and dude, apple cider vinegar. I'm telling you that that will work to, uh, to make it kind of go away. And if it's irritated, that'll take care.
3: It sounds crazy.
4: Sounds like a a prank, but
1: I,
3: I gotta go. I gotta take, I I gotta have some downtime before eight o'clock when I do my live stream. So I appreciate the time. Yeah.
4: Hemorrhoids is a perfect way to end this. I, I had a good time. So it was great talking to you.
3: All right, man. Tell people how they can follow you. Um,
4: just look for Dark Match Steve anywhere. Um, my main deal is like Instagram. Like I got kicked off the of YouTube. I'll probably be back on there. Telegram. Just look for me Twitter and Instagram, and I'll put my other links there.
3: Yeah. All right. See you, Dark Match. All right. See you, Tuttle.
0: And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead do us a favor, like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Do you want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, StitchuUp.com, pocketpairclub.com, Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com That's Tuttle with two D's at gmail.com Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044 To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
1: Ayo hey, Terry, what going on?